Hey y'all, welcome back to another podcast episode. Hey, okay, so I know that it's a little bit late, I understand, but I really want to sit here and talk about for a little bit the um, two Halloween Batman uh, movies you can watch right now on HBO Max. It's called The Long Halloween. Um, I believe they're both taken from like a graphic novel of the same name. And uh, basically, there's there's two. There's a part one and a part two. Again, both are right now streaming on HBO Max. And girl, let me tell you, these are. It was a really good special. I was actually gonna like go to sleep and just be like I'm not, you know, I was a little bit tired. So like I'm not gonna, you know, stay up all night and watch this. But I kind of had to. I was like, I love Batman. Batman's my favorite. So. I had to sit there and I had to watch this, and I can tell you that it was it was really a really really good special, um, or good movies I should say. Now I did hear that next year, I think sometime in the first quarter of next year, you'll be able to buy both of them if you don't have HBO Max, um, or if you just want a physical copy. I know for me sometimes I want a physical copy of the things that I watch um, more than just having it on digital or whatever. Um, and so I think sometime next year or earlier next year, you'll be able to buy both one and two, probably in a really cool like combo pack, I imagine. Um, if you look at the, the visual art on HBO Max, it's really cool. It has like two sides of um, two faces face. He's got the Harvey Dent side and then two faces side, um, just to kind of give you an idea of what the story is going to be about if you are not familiar. So I'm going to talk a little bit about about the the movies without having to, I don't want to spoil it for you because I want you to watch it yourself. So let me just say that, you know, people can say whatever they want about the DC cinematic universe. Um, I enjoy it. It, it's, It's a good time for me, but I have to say DC, especially when it comes to Batman, they know how to make animated movies just phenomenal. I'm not a really big fan of like, um, cartoon Marvel. I will say what if is amazing. And I do love like the old Spider-Man TV series from the nineties and the X-Men TV series. I like all the, the different X-Men TV series. My favorite one is the one from the nineties though. Um, but like DC does a great job when it comes to animated movies and, and specials and stuff. They just, it's just, it's just good. So this movie, um, again, without giving too much away, is basically about a holiday killer, someone who kills on the holidays, right? Oh, which is why it's called The Long Halloween. I actually, I, I went in thinking differently because I've never actually read this comic. So I went in thinking differently. I was kind of like, okay, well, The Long Halloween is going to all take place on Halloween. That's perfect. Perfect in time for Halloween. No, that's not what happens at all in this. I was, I was like, why do they call it The Long Halloween? They explain it later on why it's called The Long, the long Halloween, but... I was kind of like, okay, well, I mean, if, if this is about holiday killings, I would have changed this title of this, but girl, whatever. So anyway, um, it's about the, uh, Falcone family basically. Um, and just kind of the ties that they have. And Harvey Dent is a new, uh, well, I guess he's kind of a, yeah, a new, like up and coming like attorney and he's working close with, uh, Jim Gordon and also, also with Batman. Um, so majority of this this, these two movies, we're getting to see like who Harvey Dent is in his life. He has a wife. Um, this is like at the start of the uh, the first movie, he's got a wife. She seems very, very like withdrawn. Um, they have multiple conversations about children. We find out that she can't have children. There's like, you know, without saying it, she's saying it. Um, and it's not like, you know, oh, like that's, I, I gave something away. 
No, but that's that's the general gist. Um, we see their young married couple. They're also, we have Jim Gordon and his wife and their two kids, Barbara's in this too, and their son. Um, very, very little in there, but they're in it. Um, and so we see that there's like, you know, some, some tension between both couples, but also kind of this like mirror thing, you know, the opposites. We have like Jim and his wife that seem to really kind of get along and try to make the best out of every situation. Plus they have kids. Um, and then you have, and he's obviously always hardworking. And then you have, you know, Harvey and his wife, which is the same thing. He's always hardworking, but there's a lot of conflict. There's no kids. So there's like this, this, you know, difficult relationships sort of back and forth. Um, this is very, this special has a lot of Batman and Selena Kyle. So if you're a fan of the Bat, uh, Bruce Selena Kyle relationship, I think you will enjoy this. Also, I have to say before I go any further, uh, this is also Naya Rivera uh, from Glee. Uh, she passed away last year. She plays Catwoman Selena Kyle in this, and I think she did a really good job. I, I you know, I, I, I do. I think, and no, not because she passed away. I just think she did a really good job. Um, I was really surprised to see her name attached to it, but, but I think both movies, if not the, if not just the first one, is in memory to her. I think they both should have been, but I, I think the first, the first one for sure is, I don't remember the second one being in memory of her, but it was a really good, uh, really good. I call it a special. It's their movies, really good movies. Um, some of your favorite villains, um, they appeal, they appeal, they appear in this as well. We get to see, um, the Joker, of course, everyone loves the Joker. By the way, so the jo- the Joker in this is played by Troy Baker, and I I have to say that I applaud his performance because I thought he was actually Mark Hamill for like the good first half. I I was like, that's Mark Hamill, but I was like, I looked at the IMDb, you know, um, early on watching it. I like to know who's playing who. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't think I saw Mark Hamill's name on this list. So what the crap is it? Like I knew I, Josh Dumel, but Josh Dumel uh, plays um, Harvey Dent, which I knew. I know Josh, like without really knowing too much about Josh Dumel, I know his voice, if that makes sense. Like I, I really haven't watched too much of him because he's not one of my favorites or anything, but I know his voice, if that makes sense. I know when Josh Dumel's in a movie, I'll hear his voice and go, okay, I, I've only, I, I, I'm not a big fan of Transformers, all that stuff, but I, I've seen him in enough, like maybe two or three films to know his voice. If that ma- I haven't seen a lot of him, but I know his voice, if that makes sense. Um, Jensen Ackles, another one. I mean, I, I watched Supernatural, but I watched like the first six seasons and then I was over that show. Like I, if you like Supernatural, that's your business. I don't care. But I was kind of like, you know, over that really quickly, but I know his voice too. And um, he actually voiced Jason Todd in Under the Red Hood movie, which we'll talk about later too. So I love that movie. Um, and he does a, he did a fairly good job as Batman, Bruce Wayne. Now I have to say like, because I'm so... I'm not very picky about my voice actors, to be quite honest with you. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just not. But it was different. It was definitely different hearing him play those roles. But I think he did a good job. I I do. I think he... The greatest job, no. I think he did a much better job playing Jason. I just do. But that's also because Jason wasn't... There's not much to compare his voice acting as Jason to anyone else. Because Jason isn't in that much when it comes to, like, you know having to do voiceover work and all that kind of stuff. So there's not much that, that, and he did a good job. I think he did, but it, it's hard, I think, to, to be Batman. I do. Like, even when Neil, Neil Patrick Harris, when he plays Dick Grayson, I'm like, oh, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like the sound of him as, as, I mean, I don't like Neil Patrick Harris to begin with. Um, 
and I'm not a huge fan of Dick Grayson, but I just, I don't like the sound of that. I just, I don't know. It was just, it didn't feel right to me. I don't know. But uh, Jensen did a really good job, I think, as Jason. I think he does a fairly good job as Batman. Um, But yeah, so I have to say, you know, this movie, the animation, and this is, I love animated Batman. I do. And this kind of felt a little bit like the animated series, because let's let's talk. The the Batman, the animated series from the 90s is just iconic. Like, it's just incredible. I'm sorry, I'm tired. I'm stuttering. I'm tired. It is like the most interesting show. I love that show. It was just so good. Um, I've actually watched it a few times as, as an adult, and I just, I don't know, I find it's a cozy show. Does that make sense? Like, it's, it's just like a cozy show. Like, I just can sit back and just relax and just, like, ha- like have, like, hot chocolate or something and just chill and just, like, you know what I mean? Like, and just be cozy and watch that. I love that show. Um, and once again, just like that show, I love Gotham. Like, I just, I'm a huge fan of just Gotham itself. And I think this, these two movies do a really great job of showing us how Gotham works and how it operates and just the people and the sickness in Gotham. And it's just, it's a, it was a really well done movie. Again, I've seen a lot of really good animated Batman films. And I'm just like, I would love to see this in live action. And again, we get a lot of your faves in this. Like I said, we get like, you know, Two-Face, um, we get Poison Ivy, we get Catwoman, we get, um, uh, Grundy, we get Joker, we get the Penguin at some point, we end up getting uh, Mad Hatter and we get Scarecrow. And we also get the uh, um, Calendar Man, uh, who, by the way, Calendar Man is, I, I don't know his name, but he's played by the same guy that did Polka Dot in, uh, Polka Dot in uh, Suicide Squad and was in uh, The Dark Knight or The Dark Knight. I think it was The Dark Knight. He's one of the soldiers in The, the Dark Knight. He's done a lot of work for DC and I think he does a great job. His voice as Calendar Man, though, was just like, Mwah. it was, he, that was that was really good like it, like it, it he's a he's a scene stealer he really is like his just just his his vocal performance in that scene uh in all the scenes that he's in but like the initial scene that he's in I'm just like that's you know he has just a different voice when, when an actor comes with a different octave and tone than a lot of other people around him you know you you notice the change and he just did a really really great job I'll, again the voice acting in this was actually very surprisingly really well done everybody did their parts I think very well and I just I really liked the way that Josh sounded playing Harvey I liked um the guy playing Jim Gordon I loved Calendar Man's voice um yeah it just it was it was really cool and I I feel like that these movies were I don't know like there was there was a lot of like red herring there were a lot of red herrings uh in in this in this movie and uh Again, I don't want to give away too much, but it was it was a really well done film. And I found out that the the first film, the first chapter, um, got a PG thirteen rating, but the the second half ended up getting the rated R. Um, I wasn't really sure why there was a difference in the rating. Um, consi- I mean, considering both parts are are fairly violent, um, and there's there's blood, there's a lot of blood uh, in this. Not like 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 gushing blood, but there's blood in this. So I was a little bit like taken aback that one, the first half got the PG-13 rating and then the second half just gets the total rated R rating. Um, I'm not quite sure. Like I, I read that there was a scene in particular that gave it the rated R uh, rated R uh, uh, rating, but I'm not really sure what scene that was. I don't think like in the IMDb, I don't think anyone stated what scene in particular. 
and part two gave it the rated R, but it was a really good film. And honestly, like a part of me wanted it to be a Halloween movie. Like it, it, it starts on Halloween and it ends on Halloween like a year later. So there, like, I understand. Um, but at the same time, like I, I wanted it to be like a Halloween special, but it's not. And honestly, I think that kind of helped it in a way too. Like, I mean, it was already, re- it's a great, great movie. They're great movies. I should say they're great movies. Um, but I think having the the holiday elements in it was actually kind of cool. Like I loved seeing Gotham like during the Christmas and New Year time where it's like snowing and stuff. I loved those, those different kind of scenes of it. And I thought that some of the deaths were kind of amusing considering it was like a hol- like, you know, they kind of had to go with like the holidays that they were, you know, that the killer was killing on. So I thought it was kind of like, okay, this is amusing. I, li- I liked it. I thought it was, it was really cool. Like they actually, actually they show like uh, St. Patrick's Day, Valentine's Day, um, like Mother's Day, Father's Day, all those kind of things. And yeah, there were a lot of cool moments in this that, that I really liked. I loved the use of some of the villains. Like Poison Poison Ivy, you guys, Poison Ivy does a whole thing in this movie. And I was like, miss. Like, I've never seen her so cool. I mean, I love Poison Ivy. She's my girl. And I, like, I see her cool in like the, the, the video games and stuff where, you know, like, like Injustice 2 and all that, where she's able to use her like, you know, flower power and stuff. But this was a real, the way that she like manipulates people in this, was really really cool um and then there's like later on in the second half there's almost like this team up between ivy and scarecrow and i'm like that's awesome because all these toxins right like getting into people and if you've been watching titan season three you know that scarecrow is a big part of that too so that was really awesome um yeah, like, I mean, I, I was, I just, I'm, by the way, Titan Season 3 is, is a pretty good show as well. It's a good show, not pretty good. It's actually really good. I like Titan Season 3 a lot. I just watched the last episode, uh, or the latest episode this morning, and it was really good. But, um, yeah, I don't know, like, I really want you guys to check this out for yourself without me spoiling too much. I have a very big mouth, so I end up giving things away that I don't really want to give away, because I want people to enjoy it, and I just... I can't, like, I'm, I know I'm going to sit back and watch this again pretty soon, if not, like, later on today, um, because I enjoyed it. I really liked the way everything was done. I want to go back and, you know, see, oh, why didn't I figure that out sooner? Why didn't I think of that? Or that makes sense. Like, one thing I love about, about Batman is that he's not just, like, a hero or a superhero or whatever. He's a, he's a detective as well, and it, it stated that a lot in this, that this is, like, his, you know, this story is like a growing pain story for Batman. He's learning that he has to be more than just Batman. He has to be, you know, Batman, the the streetwise, gonna punch you out, take you out guy. He has to be billionaire Bruce Wayne, Wayne and all these things and keep appearances. But he also needs to be a detective on top of everything else because that will get things done faster and, and more efficiently. Um, in this movie, there's a lot of... He... he gets a lot wrong in this movie, you know, and I think that's, I think that's cool. I think it shows that, you know, I, I, this movie, like I said, shows, these movies show Batman in a different light because Batman's usually like spot on. He's usually super, like, he's usually the smartest guy in the room and he's able to figure things out so quickly. So to see things kind of take a turn for him in this movie was like really cool. And I love the relationship between, um, him and Harvey. I, I, the only thing I wanted between him and Harvey, Harvey, that didn't happen was 
<laughs> a relationship between Harvey and Bruce Wayne. Because that's what I loved about the animated TV series um, was that there was like a relationship between Harvey and Bruce where they were both, you know, these these rich boys who like, you know, kind of, they, they were friends. They got on. They were different, but they got on. They got along. I want to I see that friendship really play out. And the animated TV series, I think as far as I know, is the only place that's really done that and I, I've always thought that was a good relationship to have like, with these two kind of like you know rich playboys kind of getting along you know and, and just kind of you know shooting the shit just because they can so I was kind of bummed that that didn't happen in this but Batman and Harvey Dent do have a good relationship in this movie and so I was kind of like okay well at least we're getting that we're at least we're getting one side of it um and it turns out, I think in this special, a lot of people end up knowing who Batman is because just because of things that happen, like, and Selena Kyle, her uh, Catwoman as well, just because of, like, things that happen, you know, in, in this in this movie. So that was kind of cool, too. To, like, not cool. It was interesting, I guess, to see that, like, those moments. Like, there's a moment where, um, where Bruce is under uh, a hallucinogenic and he takes off his cowl. And he's like in front of like Selena and possibly other people. And he like ends up going back to Wayne Manor and he's like on the steps of Wayne Manor with his cowl off. And like, even like, I was like in that moment, like, God, anyone can see you. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, because it, it's always that thing with, with Bruce, you know, it's always that thing with a lot of heroes. It's like, you know, you're, you wear a mask for a reason. You know what I mean? And it just seems like in this, in these two specials, a lot of people ended up knowing who he was or who she was or whatever um uh, but it was kind of cool to see selena just she was very fearless and i i love the the butt kicking that she gives a lot of the a lot of the villains in this movie of these movies she takes no crap i loved her going up against ivy i just there was a lot of cool stuff uh in this and um uh, even though I always love to see more villains, I was okay with the ones I got to see. Like, I, of course, I was like, where's Riddler? Where's Freeze? Where's Harley Quinn? Where's all these other ones? But I think the the small mix that we got was was a good mix of, of villains. And like I said, I think everyone did their parts really well. Um, it was it was very graphic. It was very dark. But I like that. That's That's what makes me like Batman and Gotham is that like, you know, there's so much crime in Gotham. There's so many bad things going on in Gotham. And I don't know, I just, I just really feel like this, these two movies, I say this movie, but I, you know, I mean too. These movies do such a great job of like showing the things that I like about Gotham and what makes Batman interesting. And what part, a big part of what makes Batman interesting isn't just Bruce Wayne or Batman. It's everybody around him. It's, you know, <clears throat> the villains. It's the GCPD, it's um, the citizens of Gotham, and then it's Gotham itself. There's so much about, you know, the world of Batman. And that's what I mean, like, and I've said this before, is that, you know, Batman, these stories, this world that Batman, like, exists in, it's it's so large, it's larger than life, the whole thing. It's not just, like I said, a lot of things are just the hero or the hero and the villains or whatever that make things interesting it's very rare that you know everything pretty much everything about something can be interesting or seen as like iconic or seen as 
great. You know what I mean? Like the Batmobiles are great. His toys are great. His house is great. Gotham's great. You know, there's just so much of it. That's just like, and maybe that's coming from like a, a, a super big fan. I don't know, but it's just the whole, to me, the whole atmosphere of, of what makes up Batman, what makes up, you know, that part of DC, you know, it's just, it's incredible. I love Batman himself, Bruce Wayne. Um, and, and it's funny because, you know, no matter how many times I see his parents die in something, you know, we have to see it. It's, it's just part of the, it's, it's just part of it. It's part of like, you know, that story of, of, of Batman and, and, and they do it. They do the same, they manage to do the same thing that everything else does with Batman uh, when it comes to the parents' death, but in, in interesting ways every time. It's never exactly the same every time. Sometimes the dad steps in, sometimes the mom steps in, sometimes this happens, that happens, and of course we get a scene like that in, in this special as well, um, but it's done differently. And like I said, I just, even with all of that, like we just, we love Batman, right? Like we just, I don't know, to me it's just, it was a really good special. Like I said, everyone did their job so well. The animation was just, I love seeing, you know, Batman at, uh, animated like that. I, I love how each new Batman movie, I guess, feels different. The animation feels different from each other. Some feel really, this, this kind of felt like there were moments that felt borderline like anime movie style sort of, but, but a little bit different. I, I don't know. I just, I really appreciated the anim- the animation in this. Um, it felt like old school Batman, but it also felt like something different. And that's what I liked about it too. Again, the characters were amazing. The story was, was, I enjoyed it. That's all I, I I'll, that's really all I'm going to say in circles and circles. I'm sorry, is that I really just enjoyed it without giving you guys too much of it. Um, I will say, I love how like, so many characters relate to the Falcone family and like every it's about it's about everyone's relationship to this um particular family it's even even Bruce's relationship to this particular family which ties in at the end like everything ties into each other which I found really interesting too so um yeah this is definitely a movie for you if you're a Batman fan you're gonna love it if you are a Jim Gordon fan you're gonna love it if you are a Harvey Dent fan you're gonna love it if you are a Selena Kyle Batman or Selena Kyle Bruce Wayne fan you're gonna love it if you're a Joker fan you're really gonna enjoy the first half um if you're a Scarecrow fan you're really going to enjoy the second half um if you're an ivy fan you're going to enjoy the second half you know um there's a lot of really cool moments and parts in this that i think just really make it stand out like this was this was cool and i love how much i love that this is like a lot of harvey's story i i i, I love harvey dent i just do um because uh, he's one of the rare characters that isn't just good or bad he's He's, he's a bad guy. He's a villain, but he's got heart. There, there's an in-between in him. And, you know, Bruce, I think, understands that. And I, I think he cares for him. Same thing with Jim. I think they both really do care for this character, um, which, again, sets him apart. And he, like, he still, even in things that are not this, he still, like, tries to do the right thing sometimes. Like, he, you know, he's totally, he's totally conflicted and chaotic. But there is a part of him that does believe in the law at the same time he breaks it, right? Like, it's just, it's one of those things. Again, he's like Jason Todd in my book where it's like, I I love Jason Todd, I just do. Um, And he might not do, he might not always do the right thing, but he stands by 
the decisions that he makes. I don't know. Look, I, I can't say too much about him and Titans, but I can say that from the comments I read of Jason and what I like about Jason. So yeah, Jason and Harvey are two of my favorite DC characters, Batman DC characters. Um, and I just, it's cool to see them in projects, right? It's cool to see them in, in newer things. And I don't know, I'm, I'm excited to see what, what comes next. And I'm really excited for the Batman film coming out next year with Robert Pattinson. And I think, I think Riddler is the main villain in this, which I'm like totally for because that's, I love Joker. Who doesn't love Joker? But sometimes Joker is just like, I'm like, I don't need more Joker. Batman has so many amazing villains that are just so underutilized. And that's what I like about this special. Like, yes, the Joker has a part in this special, but... I like how Joker's kind of portrayed in this. You have to watch it to, to understand what I'm saying here. But I like how he's portrayed in this. He kind of, he kind of, in like, I'll, I'll say this much. He kind of suffers from jealousy. And I, he, I think Joker is afraid to be outdone. And it's amusing when he states that, when he says these things. I, that's what I love about Joker. Um... It's just the, he has no, he really has no filter most of the time. And that's what's cool about, about him. I get why people like Joker, but there's so many other villains that I really enjoy even more than Joker because they're underrated, but they still have so much power. Like I said, the Riddler's, you know, one of Batman's most intelligent villains. He's awesome. Um, I like him. He stands out to me. And even though we have like Mad Hatter and, and other characters that are, close to the Riddler like you know in idea and concept they're not quite the Riddler the Riddler has his own he's in his own they're all in their own lanes they might be in similar like like Joker Riddler um and Hatter might be in similar lanes to each other but they're all very different even Scarecrow you can throw Scarecrow in there too they they might be similar in ways but they're all different they're all just they're all different people um and so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm always excited when one of the lesser villains, not lesser, no, like not lesser, but like lesser, you like less utilized villains, I guess, uh, are the ones that the stories are about. I find those movies a lot more interesting than just the Joker being his zany self. Um, but yeah, both of these films, uh, Batman, The Long Halloween, Volume 1 and Volume 2 are both on HBO Max streaming right now. Um, I, it, they're great to watch just in time for Halloween and they're just, they're, they're fun movies. I, I really enjoyed them. Um, you guys make sure to give them a watch if and whenever you can. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope you have a great day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this and I will see you guys next time. Peace out. Thank you.